0: So what we watch anime So what we play leak We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy So what we watch anime So what we play leak We're just having fun We don't care who sees so, what we stay here, it don't bother me. Living young, pale, and nerdy. Hello, and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 63 for July 17th, 2016. With me this week, we have, most importantly, Connor. Uh, he's going by Cyberpunk Monk right now, Besh. Howdy. And we have of... Uh, or sorry, Andrew Oroa McFain. Yep, that's, yep. I am Nathan Reeton Spruth. Uh So what games have you guys been playing this week? Let's start with uh, Oroa. All right, so like everybody else, I'm playing Pokemon Go, of course.
1: You don't, um, wait, wait you I'm, don't even like Pokemon. Yeah, I know. And I I think I said, did I, didn't I say the last time I was on here that I had zero interest in it whatsoever? Yes, that's exactly what you said, actually. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, yeah, I I have walked about 10 miles this week. That's good. <laughs> and that is probably the most exercise I've ever gotten in my entire life uh, all in one week. So um, it's like the game itself is all right. Um, I won't go into a bunch of details because every motherfucker knows about it now. But I, I'm actively enjoying it. But uh, I did want to bring up. Uh, another game that's an actual game and that is uh, fury on the ps4 Uh, i don't know if it's on anything else um but it's the playstation plus one of the playstation plus games this month and it is fantastic it's um it's kind of in the same vein as uh shadow of the colossus and uh it's like is it like hero souls or something like that some other game came out recently where it's kind of just a bunch of boss battles
0: yeah it's just boss
1: fights over and over again but um the gameplay is sort of reminiscent of a not a hack and slash it's almost like a like a one-button fighting game combined with a bullet hell so that sounds awful what what the hell is wrong with you why do we support that uh because it is amazing and it's probably one of the my one of my favorite games i've i've played in the last like year um Basically, the way the way that the the way that the game is structured is you go into the fight, and it's a long range fight. So the guy, the the enemy guy is usually shooting bullets at you and like dodging around a lot. And once you get them, once you get their health bar all the way down, um, then they switch to close range battle. And in close range fights, they're they're just it's the sword fighting, and uh, you have to like like there's just there's an attack button. And a dodge button and a parry button, and that's that's the combat. And the only way to refill your health is to either complete an entire section of the boss fight, because each boss has like six health bars. Um, the only way the only way to ever get health is to finish a section of the boss or to parry uh, an attack, and that gives you a small bit of health. The every boss I fought so far, and I'm like three. I think bosses in has been completely different and it just like, it's almost like a, like a puzzly kind of thing in a way. Like it's, it's that very old school feeling where you just, you learn the boss's pattern and then figure out how to get around that. And it's something that a lot of modern games, I feel like just completely miss or are really lazy on. And it, it's God, it, the game is just really, really good. Um And I, I highly recommend it, especially if you have PlayStation Plus because it's free. Like, oh, I don't. Yeah, I know you don't. But anybody who would listen, all but all, five, five listeners we get in a month.
0: That's that's um, a that's a little high there. If let's, you have let's bring that Plus. down a little bit. Uh, well, I said in a month. That's yeah. You know, that's counting all
1: podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, if, if you have access to the game, I definitely recommend it. And if it comes out on PC at some point, which I could see that
0: happening, um, totally worth getting if it's, like, 10 bucks. That would be awesome. Uh, what? So have you played any other games other than those two? I can't think of anything. Okay. Connor, what games have you been playing through? I've been playing a whole little bit of
2: Overwatch. And I've also been thinking... Uh, it's about time I do my yearly playthrough of Earthbound. I think.
0: Oh but yeah, that makes sense. I, I'm also
2: kind of thinking I want to do a playthrough of Seven again, just something to do on the the hour and a half train ride that I have each day, twice a day.
0: Yeah, they. That'd be fun. They released now. How are you gonna play Seven on a train? Oh, uh, Vita. Okay.
2: I I need something to do with that thing.
0: Yeah, the Vita is uh. It didn't do very money. well. It didn't do very well. Let's just put it that uh, way.
2: If I paid full price for that, I would have been pissed.
0: Yeah.
1: I was one of the uh, people who got the early access version, who got it a week early because they paid $400 for it. So what's it like being autistic? <laughs> Good job, I'm love, proud of you. I love my uncensored Japanese anime games with the big boobies.
2: Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. Uh, the, the Reddit for the PS Vita, they mm-hmm. were talking about some... like it, it wasn't like a dating sim game, it was just like Solve the puzzle, and here's some here's some drawn boobs. That's uh, just that's not my demographic of game, but I'm glad someone future. likes it.
0: Yeah, I uh the ga-
2: games.
0: Yeah, the games I've been playing through are uh, just like last week Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Great game. Uh, I don't know. Like the only bad thing I see, and it's not really a negative, but it can throw a lot of people off, is that it actually doesn't have any um dub so it's all in Japanese with subtitles so that's a little frustrating because I'm a terrible voice actor so when I have to read through the lines on my stream it's not very good it's not very good I need a row in here to read the lines
1: reading everything out loud
0: yeah that would help if you could do that for me I would I would appreciate that it would be uh, fine if there wasn't going to be a 20-second lag between what
1: I'm seeing and what you're doing.
0: I, I think there's only like a 17-second lag. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that won't get annoying as fuck. I, I've also played a little bit of Pokemon Go. I Yesterday, I went and uh, my friend needed some work done on her computer, so I went to the town that I work in and she lives in. And I worked on her computer, fixed it up, set up some stuff at her house. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to go to a Pokemon gym and take out the Pokemon gym. So I spent about 45 minutes at a church taking care of the Pokemon gym. So that was fun. Because for some reason in that town, nobody has uh, higher than like 600 CP Pokemon. So that was fun. It was easy to take over that.
1: Yeah, fuck you. (laughs)
0: i also just recently right before the podcast started i uh set up my wii because i just bought a wii this week from gamestop for uh it's fifty dollars but then you have a twenty dollar rebate that you apply for online and i played some ultimate muscle on there because it's i have the gamecube availability on my wii so i popped in ultimate muscle new generation versus legends or something like that and played a little bit of that because i am going to review it next week now uh i don't know it's a wrestling game so so how you play it uh i know a row probably doesn't know this it's you punch people a lot
1: I, I would have thought that'd be a boxing game
0: well you punch and kick and then you do throws and that's about it it's it's a very very simple game but it's actually pretty hard I was having a little bit of difficulty uh, getting remember, through the
1: bouts. I remember when Ultimate Muscle came out; like the reviews in the magazine that I read said it was, uh, it was a pretty fun game, even it for is. being a wrestling game.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. It's more arcadey, and actually, it harkens back. If you ever, if you actually watched my reviews, which I doubt it. Uh the ultimate muscle or the muscle game that I played for the NES, it's actually similar to that with some variations. So well, I was I was gonna say
1: 'cause it's it's based on the same franchise, because that's what I was gonna bring up is like I thought whenever you said you were playing ultimate muscle, is
0: like, is there another NES game? Why are mm-hmm. you
1: playing an NES game right now?
0: Nope, nope. I didn't nope. even think about it. They have a yeah, they have a GameCube game and it's uh it's a little similar uh you get to pick your second or whatever the person who stands outside and in the original tag team muscle for the nes there was a guy that you you picked a second person and it was more of a tag team match but the person on the outside would throw like power-ups and stuff into the ring and the same thing happens in this new this newer one for the gamecube where there's somebody outside and they throw in power-ups and stuff but it's a Obviously a lot better looking and better controls and uh oh, yeah. yeah. But uh I'll do a full review on it hopefully next week because I've actually started recording footage of it. So that should that be. That is based good. on the sorry, that is based on like the four kids anime, right? Uh yeah, it's it's based on the, the anime, but I, I believe it obviously it was in Japan first, uh called Kanikuman or whatever. Oh. Which probably translates to something that i don't know um yeah but it's a a really it's a good anime actually i really like the anime uh anyway moving on let's go into some stories now we mentioned pokemon go earlier so there's a couple pokemon go uh stories that we have to talk about this time none of which are actually fake so that's good because last week i kind of fucked that up anyway so hey, one of them even got me. So Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh so anyway, T-Mobile, this one's actually real. T-Mobile is giving away free Pokémon Go data for a year. Mm-hmm. So uh T-Mobile is is actually one of my favorite uh cell phone companies right now. If they didn't have shit service in my area, I'd probably use them. They allow right? you to yeah, they allow you to use like Spotify and Pandora without using any data. They allow you to stream, uh, albeit in 480p, um, YouTube and Netflix without using any data. They allow you to play Pokemon Go without using any data. Uh, they give
1: you free pizza. Uh,
0: not anymore. <laughs> <Really>? I <laughs> not know
1: a- the first the first week that they did their their Tuesday rewards program. They gave out so much free pizza that it was actually losing them
0: way too much money for them to do it. Yeah, Domino's had to back out. But yeah, so they they are uh, doing pretty well. So none, neither of you use T-Mobile, right? I, I do to. on my work phone. Do you? Do you have mm-hmm, a work phone? Work pays for my data, so you know. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and i so. And you use consumer cellular, right, Uro? Mm-hmm
1: yeah whenever they first gave me my phone it was a t-mobile sim card and i was like why am i losing data connection while i'm over by this university and i was like wait a minute it's a t-mobile sim isn't it yeah and i ended up i had to get it swapped out because their coverage isn't terrible but like i i can't i can't deal with with driving through somewhere and my lte coverage drops down to like 3g where like it's still a populated
0: area you yeah. know and to be fair i did warn you about that <clears throat> yeah
1: and, um, and like they 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 were really good about getting me swapped out but yeah t-mobile man they're god i i just wish i wish they would have gone through with because they were was it they were going to buy Sprint, or was Sprint going to buy them? AT and T. Well, I know AT and T wanted to buy them, yeah. But there was they were doing something with Sprint. I think it was that they that Sprint was going to buy them. But I wish that they could buy Sprint and then convert all of Sprint's stuff into T Mobile stuff.
0: Yeah, GS. convert all their towers into GSM towers. Be, yeah,
1: because Sprint has coverage. Everywhere that T-Mobile doesn't pretty much. That's why I would go with Google's uh, Project Fi.
0: Yeah. Is that it?
1: Yeah. I would go with with Project Fi if it wasn't for me getting a really good deal with Consumer Cellular.
0: Right? Uh, Like they actually have good prices, which (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I hate the company because I used to work there, but I mean, they have good prices. Like yeah, I'm paying, it really sucks. Yeah, I'm paying seventy seven dollars a month for three phones, so
1: Right, yeah. That's that's yeah, each I'm I'm total. right there with you.
0: What was that, uh, Connor? Each or total. Uh total. total. That's pretty cool. That's good yeah. actually. Yeah, I it's mean pretty it, fantastic. It's three I mean, there's three gigs of data shared between the three people. So each person gets a gig of data, but you could up that. And then there's um I get a thousand minutes between three people and then unlimited text messaging, which is really what matters, right? So, uh, I mean, it was, I think last month it was 67. This month is probably going to be 77 because of Pokemon Go. Stupid Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go
1: doesn't, it doesn't actually use a lot of data. I don't know if you've seen that.
0: No, it doesn't use a lot of data, but it uses more data than I normally use. That's
1: not a lot of data.
0: Yeah. I I don't (laughs) use a lot of data. But uh, anyway, moving on, uh, if if you're interested, if you're thinking about swapping providers, um, I honestly would recommend T-Mobile. If, if you could check their coverage map and it's good for your area, I would say go with T-Mobile. They have a lot of incentives to go over to them. Yeah. Uh, there's, I mean, of course, there's the problem of, like, in my area, they suck. They have, like, 2G in my area, so there's no reason to switch to them. But, yeah, my
1: grandparents. The whole town my grandparents live in
0: is dead. It's just dead yeah. zone. There's nothing. Yeah. But hopefully they'll they'll increase their profits and be able to build more towers. Uh, they're always, obviously, cell phone companies are always trying to get as much coverage as they can. So always give them a shot. Also, don't listen to listen to the sales representatives because they will lie and tell you that yeah, great coverage in your area. No. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, there's another Pokemon Go story we need to move into, and this has to do with Oregon. It's from Fox 12 Oregon, which is um, just the the Fox Nathan's channel in for uh, Forest Grove. So Forest Grove is where two of my friends live, and apparently this one is true. Forest Grove man stabbed while playing Pokemon Go.
1: What the hell?
0: yeah uh michael baker was determined to catch all pokemon he could uh around 1 a.m monday morning i don't know what is your problem yeah it's uh been the 21 year old's dream to play his childhood game in real life uh he says it's been too long gotta be the first to catch all of them when the game pokemon go first came out baker was set on being the best i basically risked my life baker said Uh, blah, 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 blah. Early in the morning, Baker was watching, uh, walking near 19th and Filbert in Forest Grove to catch as many Pokemon as he could when he saw another man possibly, possibly playing the same game. I saw him go by and asked if he was playing Pokemon Go. He said, what? I guess he wanted a battle because he came up with me with a knife. (laughs) I like this guy's sense of humor. At least he has a sense of humor about it. Stay
2: positive.
0: Yeah. Baker said he didn't go to the hospital because he still wanted to hunt for Pokemon and other things. He said right after I was stabbed, I continued my mission to get uh, to Plaid Pantry, which is like 7-Eleven in in Portland area. Uh, His mission to go to Plaid Pantry for chips and beer. (laughs) Uh, Other Pokemon Go players said that uh, they've seen news stories around the game. One person in Wyoming stumbled upon a body while playing by the way there was another teen who found another body while playing Pokemon go As it
2: turns out when people you know go outside they find that's, out outside sucks yeah.
0: yeah that's
1: that's actually what I was gonna say uh, on another podcast that I listened to um the one of the guys made that exact point that like you know the, these news stories really are only coming out because well, it, it's Pokemon go. That's the yeah. only reason because right. they, they were like, I think their words, their almost exact words were welcome to going outside. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Sucks. <laughs> that's, that's what the world is. Like people get shot and stabbed in the real world. That's just what happens. So whenever you get a bunch of neats and like fat nerds that, that never go outside, Going
0: outside, then more of this is going to happen. Right. So apparently he was stabbed in the shoulder. Uh, It required eight stitches. Um, That's not too bad. Yeah, no. Police haven't made any. Well, he was walking around after he got stabbed. It's not like he was like bleeding profusely, I guess. Gotta get the Oh, that's blood. That's blood from my neck. Who gets stabbed and is like,
2: it's okay, I'll be fine. I got to go catch more Pokemon.
1: The hard-ass motherfucker.
2: That's up,
0: up, I, I'm not sure if he's an idiot or if he's thug as fuck. Hey, hey, Connor. Apparently, you just don't want to be the best. Uh, it's true.
2: I don't. I'm okay with
1: that. I'm yeah. looking at a picture of him, and he <laughs> doesn't look like he's all, all there, to be honest.
0: He probably oh. isn't. He's playing Pokemon at 1 a.m., got stabbed, and then was like, I'm going to go get some beer.
1: Oh, well. Wow. You uh, yeah, you're you're lagging yeah, out a bit. Yeah, you I'm just lagging. disappeared.
0: Am I am I here now? Yeah,
1: you're, yeah fine. you're
0: here now. Oh, that's weird. I don't know what happened. You did, you did
1: that earlier. I'm thinking it's network.
0: Uh, my network should be fine. Oh well, we'll uh, we'll figure it out later. That's why we don't
1: stream the podcast.
0: Yeah, because uh, network. You need to start recording it and uh upload it to YouTube. Yeah, I should. Yeah. Anyway. uh, So, actually,
2: before we end this uh, topic, has anybody experienced a similar uh, kind of event, like, close to them?
0: No, everything I've... Someone got
2: robbed at gunpoint, like, down the street from where my parents live.
0: Nice. No, everything I've done with Pokemon Go has been incredibly positive. Like, I'll go walk around town at, like, 3 a.m., and... Everyone is super nice, and we're just, like, sitting around bullshitting about Pokemon. And then there was a cop who was walking around, and this was actually during the daytime. And we're like, so how are you guys handling Pokemon Go? And he's like, it's freaking crazy. I haven't seen so many people hanging out at the park not selling drugs. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, it was, it's it been extremely positive experience, except for, you know, the server's not working today
1: yeah
2: forever well, that, that was my problem i I played it for a couple of days and each time I'd, I'd get like 20 minutes when i was really early into work and then everyone else would get into work and also not do work by playing pokemon all day <laughs> and i just i got fed up with it i was eh. everyone i know in pe- like in person who plays it i hate i just <laughs> didn't want to be associated with them on any other levels
0: well i play pokemon go do you not want to be associated with me
2: I don't know you like in person though.
0: One day I'll be in. Oh, I'm sure. One day I'll go to uh, Illinois. Sure. I'm going to Illinois next year. Probably. Yeah. Yep. Come to, come to my wedding, Connor.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I was just about to say, when you two get married,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, when we get married, uh, then, then you can come in and hang out with us. You can congratulate us. I want Katie, to be the best man. Katie might be a little pissed.
2: Yeah. Oh, right. I was like Yeah. You have one of
1: those.
0: Mm -hmm. So more Nintendo news. Uh,
1: (laughs) Before we get depressing.
0: Yeah, before we get depressing, uh, more Nintendo news. Uh, So you know all those little, and this is actually kind of what it says in the article, all those little emulation consoles that they have that uh, basically Mm -hmm. sits them on a chip, uh, like the Retron and all this. Well, apparently Nintendo's like, hmm, you know, we could probably make money off that. And well, then they waited, already
1: have been anyway.
0: yeah. And then they waited about 10 years <laughs> and decided to release a console. So they're making a mini NES, which is going to run $60. It has uh, HDMI cable included, uh, or HDMI port, don't know if the cable's included, uh, and it has 30 games on it. It'll obviously have an AC adapter and a classic controller pattern after the iconic design of the original. Uh, additional con- controllers are $10. I believe that they are wireless or are they wired? Do you know? Um,
1: I think they plug in on two ports on the front.
0: Yeah, there are two ports on the front. I just didn't know if it was, uh, cause they look like we, Wii- uh, well, I guess they are Wii ports, aren't they? Like the, on the bottom of the Wii controllers. The Wii oh, emotes? you can,
1: yeah, you can connect a Wii
0: remote to work.
1: Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yep. uh, it comes with 30 games, uh, most of which are actually pretty good, and not all of them are directly Nintendo games. Like, they're not first-party Nintendo games. Like, they have Square Enix on there and Capcom. Uh, so the 30 games are Balloon Fight, Bubble Bubble, which is the—Bubble Bubble Bobble is the only game I have that I actually have a case for and a manual with the game. <laughs> uh, Castlevania, Castlevania Two, Simon's Quest, ugh. Uh Donkey Kong— <laughs> Donkey Kong Jr., Double Dragon 2, The Revenge. What? Uh, what? Why do they have Double Dragon 2 and, and not
1: I'm... Double Dragon?
0: I don't know. They have Dr. Mario, Bike, Final Fantasy, the original Final Fantasy, Galaga, Ghosts and Goblins, <laughs> Gradius, Ice Climber, Kid Icarus, Kirby's Adventure, Mario Brothers, Mega Man 2, Metroid, Ninja Gaiden, pac-man punch out featuring mr dream which they should have got mike tyson's punch out but they obviously didn't want to pay mike tyson's licensing fees uh also he's a rapist or something i don't know anyway (laughs) star tropics super c which is why why do they have super c and not just contra or a super c contra
2: i'm Uh, honestly not sure the difference between them
0: i think super c is the sequel.
1: Yeah, I know, I know somebody who owns Contra on cartridge, and it's definitely called Contra.
0: Yeah, exactly. Anyway, uh, Super Mario Brothers 1, 2, and 3, Tecmo Bowl, The Legend of Zelda, and Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link. Most of these games are fairly good. hmm um, Except for Simon's Quest. Well, yeah, except for Simon's Quest, and, I mean, there's a couple games Double I don't Dragon care. 2. Double Dragon 2 is okay. It's just not as good as Double Dragon 1. Yeah. Uh, Kid Icarus I honestly don't like But no, I'm not a
2: fan of the Kid Icarus yeah. games either
0: but anyway uh, this console is I'm probably going to get one it's $60 comes with 30 games uh, either of you going to get it or are you guys just going to say whatever I'll just emulate it or you already own the game on, on yeah, I, another system
2: I already have a Raspberry Pi I don't need to buy I was, was going to say
1: Nathan you own a Wii Like I do why do you need any of this crap?
0: I also have a Raspberry Pi.
1: That that too, but I mean like the Wii, it's zero effort to you, you put some files on an SD card, put the SD card in, and click a button, and it's hacked and you can run emulators on it. Like
2: I could I, I do think it's cool that Nintendo's doing it. I just don't know what the market for it is. I, I guess like dads who have kids and don't play it, games anymore or something like that? No, I, I
1: think I think what would make this more worth it would be if it could actually play cartridges. Yeah, that that'd would be yeah, cool.
0: I don't know why they didn't do that. Just like a little slot on the top or make it as big as the original NES or just do something to make it so that we could actually put a cartridge in it or add other ROMs because they said that there's not going to be, there's 30 games that are on it, and there's no way you're going to be able to expand that.
2: Until someone, you know, hacks it. Yeah, right.
0: I was like, until a week after it comes out and somebody's like, I, I, I put a hack on it. So put an here. SD
2: card on it. I now yeah. have every NES game. Yeah,
1: yeah. Exactly. So I was going to say, I put I I just wired an SD card in into here, into this Arduino, and then I wired it onto here, and now you can just you just flash ROMs onto the internal storage, and that's that's
0: how it works. Exactly. Uh, I still I like this idea. I I like the idea of, like, say, say, God forbid, because I don't ever plan on it, but say, like, you know, one of us had a kid. Like, I <coughs> want to. Yeah, yeah, I know it's awful, but like, I I think that we grew up in like the perfect time to grow up with video games because we were kind of there with the NES, where it was. NES, obviously, was a lot simpler, so easier to kind of grasp video games when you're that age with simpler mechanics and then move on up to the bigger games like PlayStation, you know, Sony, uh, PlayStation 2, Dreamcast, stuff like that. So if you had a kid, this would be a good console for them to kind of get them started on video gaming.
1: Well, it was, I mean, it. granted, I'm, I'm a lot... I'm a lot younger than you, Nathan. I mean Oh yeah, I was, forget I was born and Sonic already existed. Like but my my dad uh, did that with me whenever I was a kid because by the time I was old enough to like understand how to play games, like the, the PlayStation was out. Right. But we yeah. were we were poor, but my dad still had a Genesis and my grandma still had an Atari and an NES. Nice. So like we that, were... that's what go ahead. Uh, That's that's what I grew up, you know, playing, and I I kind of agree that there's there's definitely some level of like, not, I don't know, there's some level of like, this is something that that kids who are going to play games are going to grow up in a family that plays games, they should be able to experience this just to appreciate it, just to appreciate where we've come or how far we've come from
0: from that. Right. Uh, I, I pro I don't know. I might get it. I might not get it. Um. I can see you getting
1: it just to have it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's me. I get stuff just to have it sometimes. And it's only, I mean, it's saying only $60, but to be fair, I made in three hours of work (sighs) yesterday, I made 180 bucks. So. Uh, Oh, that makes me so jelly. Yep. I worked for a, a friend of mine and she's like, well, how much money do I owe you? And I was like, I I suck at giving prices, so just tell me what you want to give me and I'll probably accept it. And she was like, well, 60 bucks an hour. I was like, okay.
1: Yeah, like, so, I, I deny working for people sometimes because I'm like, I don't know how much to charge you,
0: dude. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, a, she paid like, really I, well. I don't so. know. Like, every time I've worked for her and set up her computers and everything, she's paid me really well, so... But anyway, neither of you are getting this console. No, no, I, I not have really... a lot
2: more fun building my own.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would rather true. I would rather build one that like that I can f- put in my pocket and runs off of runs off of a uh, like Raspberry Pi. Some yeah, yeah, runs off a Raspberry Pi and like is hooked up to a bunch of AA
0: batteries or some shit. See, uh, I actually looked it, into like, explode that. Explode in my pocket. They'll be great. I actually looked into that. Uh, it one it will cost about a hundred bucks. Yeah. To make maybe hundred and twenty bucks to make a portable um, Raspberry Pi. Basically, uh, you buy the screen, buy the Raspberry Pi, have to hook it up to controllers or buttons, um, and then have to get like a lithium ion battery for it. With uh, you have to buy something else to put on the Raspberry Pi so it'll actually. St- Step up the voltage or whatever, but, uh, to get it to run, but it would cost about 100 to 150 bucks to get it to, to run. The only problem I have is I couldn't create the case. Um, I'm not very creative when it comes to that. I'm bad at graphic design stuff. So I would probably have to get the designs and then have somebody else 3d print a case or find one online that I could purchase.
1: I, they, they have, I mean, they have complete through and through guides and then uh, you, I don't know for sure, but I found out recently that the, a library close to me has 3d printers that you can just rent out. So that like, would be yeah, that amazing. Would be, you probably yeah. just
0: buy the, um, you pay for like print, like printing time or something like that. that.
1: that you, you pay for the materials that okay. you use in the process.
0: Yeah, we have a 3D printer at work. I could probably use, uh, but it's it's slow, it so slow. But 3D, 3D printers, printers in general, yeah, yeah, 3D printers in general are slow. They're coming out. They have more new technology coming out to make 3D printing faster, with different materials and different uh, just ways that the 3D printing will work. But still, it takes forever. Moving on, though. Uh well well fucking I liked Rocket League. I still like Rocket League, but I'm kind of upset right now. Oh no. Oh no. Rocket League is coming out with crates. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Got to get on that gambling scene.
0: Uh Rocket League, which they think should be called Soccer. <laughs>
2: Oh, that's clever. I like it.
0: Yeah. Uh, They are allowing players to spend real money in hopes of getting cosmetics they want. So you get crates and you buy keys. Well. And again, it's cosmetic, so that's not terrible. Uh, You can still get the cosmetics through the game. It's still better than Payday 2, what they were doing with Payday 2 there for a while. Mm, yeah, and... Don't,
2: don't bring up such sad thoughts.
1: <laughs> the nice thing here is they're not going to integrate it with the Steam Marketplace. Yeah. Because that's, as we're going to get into later, that's... Not a good thing. How,
0: yeah. But, uh, mm-hmm. so, what are your guys' thoughts on this? Are, are you interested in, I don't know, buying crates? Or are you just going to... I know Aroa doesn't like the game, but... I, I, I never said that. Okay, I know Aroa doesn't play the game. Yeah, I just don't, <laughs> I just don't play it. It's not that I don't like it. I just, You're I terrible it. at it. That too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about you, Connor? Are you Do you play Rocket League at all?
2: I don't, uh, but I'm very against online gambling in general, uh, video game or otherwise,
0: also cosmetic or otherwise, so uh, poo-poo to that i'm not uh i don't care if it's cosmetic really that doesn't bother me what typically bothers me is just that you have to spend money on games and get advantages so the fact that this is just cosmetic doesn't really piss me off uh i was when i first read it i thought maybe it was uh like kind of like payday where they give you a little boost or something like that but from what I've noticed, none of the cosmetic stuff gives you any boost. The only boost you get is, I guess, the cars are different. Like, when you use the cars, no. like, their hitboxes are different.
1: I don't, I don't think any of the cars have any difference whatsoever. Everything is cosmetic for mine. Well,
0: talk to John. Apparently, he thinks so. What? You're yeah. dying. I'm dying? Am I back? That's just right. what happened
2: when you mentioned John. I think you're back. I think not. you're
0: back. Yeah, I said ask John and he would be he might disagree with not. you. What? I don't know. Can uh, you Can you not hear me? Hello. No, I, think you're, I think you're okay now. Weird. That's weird. I yeah. don't know. I switched to a different router yesterday, so maybe that was it.
1: Oh wait. Uh Hello. Yeah. There there are there are different stats. For yeah, there the cars. there are different it's, stats. It's very very minor.
0: Right. So uh, it's it's usually hitboxes and stuff is what the difference is.
1: They they've actually patched the game uh to make the differences even smaller. Right. I I do
2: support that, I guess. My biggest problem is I love games like Armored Core where you, they just give you infinite customization options. I Nothing gets my dick harder than when I can customize my character in a video game. Right. So, so being able to say, "Hey, you want to do that? Give us more money." That kind of defeats the per- that defeats the fun well, for me.
1: The the nice the nice thing too. And I was looking through this to try to find something that said that or said this. Um they they have a current item drop system where basically you finish a game and you get a random item and that is still going to be in place. They're not changing that. All this is is another avenue for if you if you don't want to play the game as much to get your random item you can buy a random item instead
0: right so it's kind of it's kind of like tf2 in that sense sort of yeah yeah uh well as long as the the free content is still there that's fine with me i still i don't know i'm still against microtransactions most of the time but whatever as long as they're not they're not taking anything away, they're just adding
1: another option for those who like to pay for that sort of thing. Right. Uh, like I th- I think I think this is this is fine. I'm never going to use it. No. Like even if I played the game, I wouldn't use it cuz I don't care, but yeah.
0: So um let's move on to EA. Yay, everyone's My favorite, favorite, favorite company. company. Everyone's favorite company. Uh DRM free games ea games are now on good old games or gog as they i guess they're uh they changed from good old games to just gog kind of like uh they don't want you to call it world wrestling entertainment they just want you to call it the wwe huh yeah so because vince mcmahon doesn't like the word wrestling anyway uh I think and Man might be in the wrong business. Yes, I would think so too. So, anyway, uh, Dead Space, SimCity 3000 Unlimited, and Dragon Age Origins Ultimate Edition are now DRM free on GOG.com. Dead Space is $7.99, list price is $20. SimCity 3000 Unlimited is 4 dollars list price of $10. And Dragon Age Origins Ultimate Edition is one of the best games of the last decade. I think it came out less than 10 years ago. It is $7.99 with the list price of $20. Uh, I've already got... I've already got Dead Space, and I've already got Dragon Age Origins Ultimate Edition, so I don't need to buy anything from there. Uh, What are your guys' thoughts on GOG and all their not having DRMs? I totally support DRM-free options.
1: Yeah, I uh, I think DRM does nothing good for pretty much anyone. So, I support this wholeheartedly. It's neat that EA is is doing it. That's, yeah, I was
2: it's interesting i was very surprised when i heard about that
1: yeah uh i'm i'm starting to think that ea is kind of well they're obviously aware of their image i mean they they've been trying to get people to stop shitting on them for for a while anyway but it, it kind of seems like especially recently um with the, like we're giving away a free game every once in a while i mean yeah it's an old shitty game but whatever and hey, they gave away
0: doing, Wing Commander.
1: Well, they also gave away. Uh, didn't they give away Dragon Age at one point? Yeah, I, I and
0: like they, they and I think they gave away one of the Dead Space games. One yeah, point. Dead Space yeah. one they gave away. Actually, yeah, I
1: think they've given away all three of these games for free yeah. before. But <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it, I like that they're trying to make some level of effort to change their image. And look at Battlefield One, like that's a huge risk more than likely. I, I think I actually read that somewhere that they were taking a huge risk with changing it to a time period where who the fuck cares, but like it's going over really well. And it was, it was EA basically gave dice the creative freedom to do that.
0: And mirror's Along edge with, cataclysm. Yeah. Mirror's cataclysm. Isn't, is that the name of it? <laughs> it's catalyst. Catalyst. catalyst.
2: I think you were thinking of World of Warcraft.
0: <laughs> it's fucking World of Warcraft, dude.
2: Uh, I'd play a Mirror's Edge style World of Warcraft, just <laughs> a bunch of idiots parkouring around.
1: I want a Mirror's Edge style game with, uh, with actual like swords and and like melee combat. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, you uh, know it, uh,
0: what Red Steel should have been. So you know what they already have it. It's called Assassin's Creed. No. Uh, no. <laughs> Get out of here. Anyway, uh, Catalyst—they they, they kind of took a risk on that because the original Mirror's Edge—I don't know if you know this—did not sell very well.
1: No, no, I I, I remember, and I mean it, it. Also, at the same time, didn't cost them a whole lot to make. I don't think because right, it was it was basically a side project with the with just a small group of people within Dice working on it in their spare time at first. So,
0: and can we talk about? when they were they were voted 2 years in a row maybe more uh worst company in America
1: mm-hmm. yeah above fucking cell phone companies No no
0: like... no 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 above the Bank of America who literally yeah. bankrupted the com- the country and caused yeah. a recession <laughs> gamers are fucking stupid Yeah like EA never caused a recession they may have <laughs> They may have shitty practices, and they make people work sixty hours a week, and they run they people rag. They the Sims. They ruin the Sims, but they never caused the economy to crash. <laughs> like, I mean, I know that's not the best praise for EA, <laughs> but it's yeah.
1: I I mean that was. I don't even get it. I don't understand how that's even possible, other than the only people that vote in polls like that are fat nerds, and they're gonna play video games anyway
0: yeah so and and I think the hatred for e a uh I think it's mostly unwarranted because most f- big video game companies are similar to e a you know they they activision's, make their yeah activision activision's, I would say activision's awful. far worse than e a yeah, they they fired the creators of Infinity Ward, and thus you know the creators of uh, Call of Duty. They're like, no, we don't like you, We're you're fired. And yet, no, not the, they're not the worst company in America. EA, for what reason? I don't know. We don't like EA. Yeah, I'm like thinking.
1: Activision. Activision literally started the whole make a new game every year, no matter how shitty it is. The kind
0: of kind of thing like, I I don't know. Well, EA kind of did that with Madden. They've been doing that for years. Well, uh, uh,
1: okay, okay, yeah. But I mean, but I honest. mean, who cares about Madden?
0: But like they, th- Activision did start. You know, they, you know, will release Call of Duty every single year. They have three different studios working on <laughs> Call of Duty at the same time, so they could have just three different games come out every single year, year, year yeah. after year. I will uh, admit though. That new Call of Duty looks
1: pretty
0: good. Are I've, you lying? I progressively I've liked each Call of Duty less and less. So I, I I I
1: got Advanced Warfare thinking, all right, this is their last chance, and they blew it so hard. So I was like, nope, nah, I'm done. And then I I saw whatever the hell the new one's called, it's Call of Duty, Duty Halo. Yeah. Well, that's what like, it is. Yeah, I was like. Ooh, this looks fun! I could play Halo on the PC. I mean, you're See, going to be able to anyway because Halo yeah. Six has already been confirmed for PC.
0: But I totally dig that. See, yeah. and I, so I have played um, Call of Duty since Call of Duty Two came out. Uh, mm-hmm. Big so Red my... One was my favorite. Yeah, yeah that so, was my first one. Yeah, so I I like Call of Duty Two and Call of Duty Modern Warfare the most. But it's felt that they progressively become more and more of a Twitch-based shooter. Yes. And I don't like that. I don't like Twitch-based shooters because I have terrible reaction time. So uh, the more and more it gets to that, I like it less and less. I never liked uh, Unreal Tournament. I know. I know I'm terrible. But I never liked Unreal Tournament for that very reason. which Because it was just a Twitch-based awesome. shooter. Yeah. So, uh, the more and more it becomes a Twitch-based shooter, the less and less I care for the games. So, whatever. I I mean,
1: yeah. I mean, it's pretty much the same. I, mean, I was going to say that Advanced Warfare kind of did a, an interesting job of kind of changing how the flow works. Uh, but it's still... It's still an arena shooter. Uh, yeah. Through and through. Four, everything after four was was an arena shooter.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I liked Modern Warfare 2 for the most part, but then the bots got so bad on the PC because uh, Activision, after they release a new game, are like, ah, fuck the old servers. And so everyone just runs rampant with mods. And so, yeah. Going back is awful. Uh, anyway, let's di- let's digress and move on to something more nerdy. So, Moore's law, and I'll let Connor explain this. Since I he's can't the... believe
2: we're actually talking about this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I talk was about... uh, I brought this up jokingly, and now we're doing it. Yeah, so, I knew it
1: was a joke, but I was like, hey, whatever.
0: I knew it too, but whatever. We'll talk about it. Moore's law. Talk about it, Connor. Go. Okay. Go into so, it. So,
2: um, the, the very skinny of it. Uh, because I don't think we are even taking this seriously still, is that there's a law in the field of electronic electrical engineering and, as a result, hardware as well, that the the smaller that we make stuff and the less expensive that we make stuff, there's a correlation between the two. And basically, it states that there is only so small or so compact or so efficient that we can make something before it becomes physically possible by the laws of physics to make it any smaller or any more efficient with energy. And we're now starting to think, hey, uh, we're we're getting pretty close to passing this. A lot of people already think that we have passed it, but they're dumb and wrong and wrong at being dumb. And that's the skinny. The article was that we think we passed Moore's law and that electronics should become, like, infinitely more portable and efficient at disbursement of heat and that means good things because electronics yep. will become cheaper but so, they probably won't because yeah. capitalism is a mistake
0: in in layman's terms uh moore's law is basically every 18 months or so um we should double the power of our processors S- something like that um and we'll we'll double
1: we'll, the number of of transistors, transistors yeah mm-hmm.
0: the hence doubling the power potentially Right. um and intel thinks that it, it switched from 18 months to uh wasn't it two years or it's closer to 2.5 years than than 18 months so moore's law is basically getting broken because of the way that we're moving forward so if anyone remembers in the early 90s uh they had. I I know you guys weren't born until the early two thousands, but that's okay. So, <laughs> so in the early nineties, they had such rampant growth that you would buy. You know, they they make fun of it, but you'd buy a new PC, and you would already be outdated because mm. uh, you could get uh, twenty. You could so what they did to alleviate that in some cases. Was they would allow you to start overclocking And you could have a 25 megahertz processor Oh boy And you could, acha- you could attach A chip to it, like a thing on the top of it That would Overclock it to 100 megahertz So that you could play newer games Which I wish that they had that much uh, Overclocking ability On our current processors Because running at 12 gigahertz Would be awesome but, you know, I think that...
1: Unfortunately, it would vaporize the process before it <laughs> yeah. got to that point. Yeah. House fires would start.
0: Yes. <laughs> so you would have to have liquid liquid nitrogen to even get up to, like, 6 gigahertz. So... <laughs> I think the world record's 8, isn't it? Uh, is something it? Something yeah. like 8? I don't know.
1: <laughs> that was using, like, liquid helium, I think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Yeah, they... they uh. There for a while, so the if you want to really talk about processors, the joke of Intel, from what my friends tell me, is the Pentium Fours because the Pentium Fours were very, very good at being overclocked and very, very good at going higher speeds, but their thermal uh structure was not very good and they would, I don't know, melt computers and stuff. So, yeah, I can see that, yeah, and so what they did was when they went to the dual core, when they started coming out with the core two duos and all that, they actually went back onto the uh, Pentium three processors and redesigned that to allow for multiple cores because had they have done it with the Pentium fours, there was no way they could have done it. That is actually why uh, Apple switched from Motorola based to Intel based was because Motorola's chipset would not allow for multiple cores without melting everything. I can see that. Yeah. I know way too yeah. much about this stuff. I don't know why. But um,
1: my my input on this is that um, it's kind of what I have said since high school, and it is the current trend right now, is that basically we're going to have to restructure the way that computing works, I think,
0: Um Oh, you think okay. we're gonna have to go into trinary? Well, the the next step up is binary. I I know. I which we
2: already have quantum engineering and
1: yeah, yeah uh,
2: we get the machine that can do it. You know, password safety and everything like that is out the window. So it's
1: well, that's there, there's it, a lot. There's Google's a lot more to it. Yeah, Google's working on that. But I'm saying that um, in the in the short term, uh, until we get. Uh, quantum computers that, like you know, people can buy. Uh, I think it's going to come down to restructuring both the way that because we see this in the mobile market already, where we have processors that do very specific things to save energy and also processing overhead on our phones. Right, and, like your your music is probably it's the like DRM is being taken care of on the processor but then it's offloaded onto a sound processing unit that takes care of all that and then, uh, like computers that's why you have a sound card you know and i'm thinking that it's gonna it's gonna turn into something like that eventually where we're going to have very specific processors on some on like workstation grade machines and that's the only way we're going to get any more overhead because i don't really see x86 architecture being phased out just because of the last time that they tried to do that it was itanium and look at how well that went
0: uh, uh so go into that i actually don't know what itanium is itanium
1: was intel's attempt at instead of going um it, it was it was around the time that 64 bit processors were going to get start getting made and it was either uh, they find some way to stack the capability of six of, of computing in 64 bits on top of the current X 86 computing,
0: which they uh, did, which
1: which is what happened. Interesting thing that I'll I'll talk about after I get done with this. But uh, what Intel decided was let's instead make a brand new computation architecture called itanium. That'll be faster, more efficient, but, in the process, literally everything that we use right now will not be compatible with it. It is not; it wasn't x86 compatible.
0: Aroa uses uh, Aroa actually uses that for his his computer at his house.
1: Uh, yep. I, I uh, yeah, I run an Itanium server. Uh, that's that's what I do. No, um, <laughs> that, that's I think that's what they they marketed it for was servers for a long time, but yeah, it was a it was just a new computing architecture and it was it was supposed to you know be the next big thing what ended up happening was amd went we just put it on top of the x86 you can do both now and everybody else was like yeah we're doing we're gonna do that by Intel and, but the Itanium
0: uh, would, would theoretically work better
1: yeah the, the idea was that if Intel had been able to continue on that, And instead, everybody had bought into Itanium and AMD instead had to license Itanium uh, processor architecture instead of Intel having to get uh, AMD's 64-bit architecture, which uh, the thing I was going to mention is if you look into Windows's uh, system files, even if you run an Intel processor, you will see a bunch of shit that says AMD 64. Yeah. And you'll see that whenever you download software a lot of times. That's because... AMD literally created the X the, the 64-bit processing architecture that we use now.
0: Which like is funny because Intel processors because are suck, way better. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, AMD
1: sucks dick, but like they set the standard that literally every desktop computer uses now. Um but yeah, if, if if Itanium had been allowed to live out its its life as the new architecture, we'd probably have better computers than we do now. Just because we would have dumped off all of this backwards compatible bullshit that our processors have to run through, uh, that, that they have to, to juggle around to be able to do things. And given given the time, which I, basically I, I think that that's what quantum computing is going to end up doing for us once that becomes you know an actual thing. Is that it? It we have to be able to dump off all the backwards compatibility bullshit. And that's why Windows would probably be a lot, or that's how you'd make Windows better, probably, is if you got rid of all that backwards. Well, maybe when they bullshit.
0: come out with 128-bit processors. No, it's
2: not an issue of processing power. It's it's
0: efficiency. I I understand that, but what I'm saying is maybe they will cut off a lot of that legacy stuff when they bring in the new set, when they, when they try to bring that's, in a new set of processors.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying that quantum computer is going to do because by the time we need that much memory space, we'll have quantum computers like, right. And yeah, that, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's, we're going to end up like Intel's going to be like new dual processing of bullshit, where now you put in two chips into your computer, and like this other chip does all sorts of things on its own. And that
0: honestly, might be would, neat.
1: would they be able to get away with just like not putting an integrated GPU on there? Would that would that help? I mean, they might, they
0: might because or is that
1: who, who do their enthusiast processors already do that? I don't know.
0: I don't. I'm not sure. I know that some of them don't have built in but i think all of them or most of them do have built-in gpus so it might what they might do is instead of having the gpu on there just have a processor that is both the whatever itanium equivalent is and then the their current processor type i could see architecture. that happening
1: in the in the long term yeah. but i mean we already we already kind of have that sort of thing happening with arm the mobile processing standard. My brother and where, works there. Where things have to things have to be written specifically for ARM. And granted, what some people were predicting because they're idiots uh, was that no. ARM was going to somehow outpace uh, x86. No, that's not going to happen because it's a mobile processing standard. It's it's focused on power efficiency, not on actual power. power. Yeah. <laughs> And that's why, uh, case in point, my girlfriend's phone. She she went to try to play Pokemon Go today. Her phone has a Snapdragon 820. She literally started the game, and then her phone said, "The phone's too hot. I gotta turn off now." And, and like that's <laughs> that's what the ARM processor architecture is for. It's for it's for that bullshit.
0: We I've actually had that happen. Yeah, that. I've had that happen where uh, I set my phone on my dash and then I started driving home in the summer and at when I got home I went to turn on my phone it's like no no I yeah I had
1: that happen with an iPhone I had the heater on in my car and I have a dash mount and uh it it was like iPhone is too hot please please stop
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's okay she probably couldn't play anyway today uh because of the server outages yeah the the servers went down later wouldn't it be nice if a game came out that had the proper amount of servers like sure would like you would think that by now like i i I can understand nintendo because they don't know the internet um like they haven't understood the internet since the wii (coughs) So yeah like But Niantic but, used to work for Google. Right. Exactly. Niantic you think would know or these other places like EA. EA's released how many games that have to run online and they what, still can't make proper servers when the fucking game comes out.
1: What confuses me more than more than more than just like them not being prepared is why it takes so long to fix it whenever every fucking cloud computing service has a f- has flexible computing like where you just you just go ah shit we need more servers like why does it take that long to deploy more servers why I, does it take that long
0: i have no because idea.
1: it's it's all it's all virtualized anyway like is it just that the software running the the servers is that badly written that it takes that long to get up and going. Like I genuinely don't get it. You can see what kind of load you're dealing with. So just fucking hit the button that powers on another 10,000 virtual machines.
0: I don't, I don't get that. I don't get it either because like I have a server, not granted, not many people play on it, but my Rust server works fine. Uh, Now, obviously I don't have millions of people on there, But you would think that if the server wasn't running fine, they could just say, "Hey, let's talk to or let's up this amount of servers that we have." Oh, look, it's running fine again.
1: Yeah, like like I've I've used uh, Amazon's uh, the AWS. Yeah, like you you just go. I need more processors, and it just goes. Like I don't get it. I don't get. I don't get why this is so difficult if you're using. Whether you're using Azure or Amazon's cloud service, or even fucking Google Cloud Compute, which I've never even—I've never even seen screenshots of that—but I assume that it's all right because Snapchat uses it.
2: Yeah. So, could I interject real quick? Actually, um, yeah, go you ahead. mentioned that you've used uh, AWS before, but specifically, has anybody here had any experience with Microsoft Azure? Because it no. it's, oh golly, it seems tempting.
1: No, uh, I haven't I've... actually. I've watched the build conferences where they've, where they've done stuff with it. And like, I did a, I I got a trial account, but then I immediately realized I had, I had nothing that I could use with it. So I I stopped using it, but uh, from what I've seen and what what I've read of experiences using it, it is goddamn beautiful. Like it's, it's exactly what I just described with, with Amazon but it's just done in a nicer UI and with way better reporting tools and shit. Where you just you drag a bar that determines how much how many things you need, and then
0: it's like it's already deploying. So, well, you should get that and make some game servers. You could. Uh,
1: I mean, they they have a free tier. It's it's not much, but it's enough where if you wanted to screw with it, you could do that. Uh,
0: what is the free tier? Uh...
1: It's it's very limiting on how much actual compute time that you get. It's um, really meant for somebody who wants to test to see if their if their shit would work. But I think you get I think you get like ten gigs of storage or something like that. I'll have to. That's
2: well, pretty decent actually for yeah, for the price it, definitely.
1: It's it's the compute time where I think they get you. Uh,
2: so I thought about making some like for Magic the Gathering or whatever. I thought about making some small desktop style apps.
1: You get... Oh, sorry, I was wrong. You get a gig of disk space. Um, But... uh, This doesn't really... You get 10 app deployments, uh, 10 logic apps, which is apparently in preview. I guess that's something... That's a shared plan, so... Okay. That's uh, where you... It's a. It's not a dedicated server. It's you're sharing actual. Like, resources. You're,
0: you're you're sharing all the resources. Yeah, um, resource sharing is fine, but like, can't, isn't data,
1: compromisation an issue in that point?
2: I don't know. I'm asking you guys these questions. I don't think this it, is exactly it, your field. Well, not it, really. Uh, but
1: with with it, it depends on how it's ex- how it's implemented. Because, like, with Cloud at Cost, if you're clever, you can break out of their sandbox really easily. Right. Uh, But that's because they're shitty. (laughs) So, so
0: Cloud at Cost, let let me just interject there. I have a Cloud at Cost account, and when I deployed my server, it didn't have an IP address. Or it did have an IP address, but... And I could connect to it via the cloud at cost little remote tool, but it couldn't access the internet. So because of the way that they work, you can hijack any IP within your subnet. Yeah. So I just changed my IP address and, Hey, look, I have a server now that runs. So it's stuff like that. You can really easily get out of the, the walls that they, they put around you, but also they do, because um, I I run uh, a REST server the in the community group Reet and entertainment, and on that REST server, every once in a while, when somebody else on that subnet is using a lot of resources, or when I mean, somebody else with the shared storage and whatever is using a ton of the resources, it makes my server go slow. So that's and, always and a pain. And also,
1: thing. you also have the problem of. Uh, to access your server, you have the option of uh, doing an in-browser VNC connection, which actually lets you see the BIOS boot-up screen of the uh, of the virtual machine that you're launching. And in doing that, allows you to network boot whatever you want. And with that in mind, you could potentially boot something malicious that would allow you to break out of the... Uh, like, they they don't really care about what you run... And that's the
0: that's the unnerving part. Oh, I did not realize that.
1: Yep. I I actually I was just screwing around and I saw that I could see the VMware boot screen. I was like, oh, OK. And that's whatever the website specifically says. We'll let you install Windows, but you have to get a license key by whatever means you want. It's not a very good site.
0: Uh yeah, by the way, I have Windows uh Windows twenty twelve on there, uh, server twenty twelve.
1: I think it's what we use at work.
0: Yeah, well, it's what I use on there, and it you know I totally got a legitimate copy. Uh huh. Yep. So it's it's uh, activated.
1: And, uh Connor, if you are actually interested in Azure, uh, if you're just trying to run uh like an app on there, apparently. is enough to run 14 virtual machines at the same time or have eight terabytes of storage, and that's for an entire 30 days. So, and you can pay per minute of compute time. So, that's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, only $200. I think I will just get, uh, honestly, I think I need to just get a situation like I had before where my university didn't know what the hell was going on with their servers? And I could just put whatever. Oh,
0: oh, somebody left. Connor's internet just died. Yeah, it did. Where well, I, I fucking could just FBI leave.
1: just got him.
0: <laughs> they got him really fast there. Uh, anyway, so let's, let's kind of wrap this thing up. Hopefully Connor comes back before the end, but, uh, thanks to Aroa, I am on a new, uh, new podcasting website called Omni Omni Studio. And I think the prices are probably going to go up eventually, but it's saving me $6 a month. Uh, I've got the majority of my podcasts are switched over to Omni Studio. I think it wasn't able to get one podcast, so I'm not too worried about it. Uh, It works just the same as SoundCloud, so this will probably be the last week that I upload to SoundCloud. I'm going to upload to both Omni Studio and SoundCloud. If you look up Reat Entertainment, or yeah, if you look up Reat Entertainment on Omni Studio, you'll be able to find me. You can go to com. I'll still have all my podcasts there. I've updated, again, the majority of the links for my podcast on Reat Entertainment to the Omni Studio uh, embed codes. That took a nice hour and a half out of my time. Uh, I also changed the podcast section so that it uses the embedded player from Omni Studio so thank you Aroa.
1: yeah i i was just i was actually looking for a company that does a service that i was thinking about uh like working for if it existed and the company used to do it it was uh they did like article, where they they read articles or something like that, and then sent you the and you could download the audio as a podcast. And they're like, yeah, we're just doing to do a full fledged podcast thing now. So right, and it's only nine dollars.
0: If you're interested in starting a podcast, it's only nine dollars a month for Omni Studio, uh, which is, uh, you know, I like that it's based around podcasting because SoundCloud obviously isn't. It's based around music. Yeah. So getting, and and I've, I've looked at Podomatic, but they're a little too expensive. And I looked at other podcasting sites, um, and there's a lot of limitations that they have on what you can upload with Omni studio. They, the only limitations they have are basically, uh, 200 megabytes per clip. So that's not a really big limitation considering most of my podcasts are around 150 megs. So, uh, welcome back, Connor. Yeah, my uh my internet died for a second. Yeah, we figured Solid. that out. Yeah. Uh and and moving on, so uh, as long as uh, as well as following on Omni Studio, you can look up me at com. if you're interested in playing Rust and you want a friendly server to go onto, go on Rust and go look up the Reton Entertainment. No space. I'll uh, kill you
1: while you're sleeping.
0: A will kill you while you're sleeping. Uh it's friendly though. It's friendly. He'll be nice about it. Um, i'll leave a note <laughs> with a big dick drawn on it
2: yeah he'll uh he'll narrate it bob ross style
0: yeah <laughs> and then you make happy little incisions right into the dick uh <laughs> you can also what what else what else do i have to order twitch follow me on twitch twitch.tv forward slash Reton. follow me on twitter twitter.com forward slash retin or just at on there you can follow me on youtube YouTube.com forward slash Retin. I am the most creative person. Uh, I've been playing through Tokyo Mirage Sessions on Twitch. And I've been playing uh, a little bit of the Ultimate Muscle Game for the GameCube. So if you're interested in that at all, take a look at my YouTube account. It should be up. Hopefully I'll be able to get it up. I'm just going to leave it at that. And you can follow Connor. He is the cyberpunk monk right on on twitch Mm -hmm. oh no it's on on twitch it's the cyberpunk monk. yes right and then on twitter it's cyberpunk underscore monk correct yeah and then he doesn't really have a youtube that he uploads to but you can check him out and some of his old videos at nemesis 0320 on youtube aroa is at aroa on twitter Mm-hmm. he has a row one three three seven on youtube and twitch follow him in those places i am happy i got all that right that's surprising actually yeah yeah so thank you guys for being here this week
2: it's no problem nah, it was you know convenient i got to play video games during so
0: all right well i will talk to you all later and goodbye